Caleb. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the I Agree With Myself podcast. In this podcast, we aim to align our inner knowing with our outer world. And we do that through one, conversations, and two, questions. I'll have conversations that are usually funny, sometimes embarrassing, and always vulnerable around the themes of life, experiences, and relationships. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you one to maybe three questions that you can dig into and answer for yourself. And hopefully by answering them, you get that aha moment of, heck yeah, I agree with myself. So let's hop into today's episode. Alrighty, I want to talk to you about the Ho'oponopono prayer. This practice has made one of the most significant leaps or changes in my life. So I am a full believer that our thoughts and our beliefs create our reality. Not only do I believe that, it is like you can just look this baby up. Your thoughts, your beliefs, anything you think creates a feeling. Any thought you have creates a feeling or an emotion. Based on how you feel or based on that emotion, you have behaviors. Those behaviors, which we can call actions, those actions create an event. In other words, create our reality. So I have a thought. There's a feeling associated with that thought. Based on that feeling, I have an action. Based on that action creates my reality. This is the way that thoughts become things. Thoughts become your reality. And so in order to shift our reality, we need to shift our thoughts. And there's so many people out there, right? Like, oh, just think more positively or don't think bad thoughts or right. Like it's not that it's not that easy to just think a different thought. But if you understand the line it takes, a thought to a feeling, a feeling to an action, an action to your reality, you can do a couple of things. You can reverse engineer that, right? So you can go ahead, jump ahead. Instead of just having a thought, you think, what is the reality I want to create? All right, based on that reality, what actions do I need to take? Based on those actions, what feelings do I need to have that would enable me to have that action? And what thoughts create those feelings? This is how we turn thoughts. Well, thoughts already become our reality, but this is how we change our reality using our thoughts. So, for example... If I am stuck in a job that I don't like and I want to branch out and get a new one, but I have thoughts around like I have put too much work into this one, I'm not going to be able to get that other job. Then that thought creates a feeling of despair, creates a feeling of defeat the behavior I have on that is that I don't quit my current job and I don't seek anything else out. And the reality is that I'm stuck where I'm at. Okay. But if I know that I'm not happy where I'm at and I want to get a new job, okay, I want to get a new job. What action does that require? Because right now we're reverse engineering it, right? Instead of going thoughts, feelings, action, reality, now we're going reality, actions, feelings, thoughts. So I'm going to reverse engineer it. What reality do I want? I want a new job. This can go for anything, y'all. This can go for 
relationships. This can go for if you've started a business and you want to launch a new product or you want to sell something. This can go for if you're wanting to change the way that you parent, right? Anything. I'm just putting it in perspective as far as work. So the reality is that I want a new job. The action I have to take is to actively seek out new ones. The feeling I have to have around it is anyone would be fucking lucky to have me. I am an asset to any work environment that I that I am part of, right? I am confident. These feelings, these emotions of confidence, competence, achievement. I am worthy of more and I can do more. The thoughts now are, I can do this. I can get a new job, right? The thoughts are, I am capable and people want to hire me and I am worthy of a new job. So you see how now we went from, and then we create that reality, right? So then we we take steps, we take actions, because now we've already translated the emotions and the thoughts. Wh- whatever, right? I'm putting this out there and like, sure, it sounds easy, but y'all, this is, this is what we're here for. It's doing the hard work, doing the hard work. This is super simplified, but you actually have to sit down and work on removing those limiting beliefs, removing, changing those thoughts. So many of us think that like you have a thought and that's true, right? It is true for me because I thought it. Dude, you can change the way that you think about something. You can change a thought. You have the power to have a thought and say, you know what? No, I don't want that to be true for me. Thank you, brain, for trying to protect me. Thank you, brain, for looking at past events to find evidence of. Thank you, brain, for wanting to keep me safe, removing fear, having fear to keep me safe. But this is not for me. I would like to choose a different thought. And you can do that. Someone told me recently that thoughts are like pancakes, that you, the first one is like always burnt (laughs) or crap. And the later ones are like the delicious, fluffy, yummy after like, you know, the, the pan's been primed and you got the right, you know, you've got the right temperature on there. So thoughts, think of your first thought that comes up as your subconscious mind is trying to protect you, it's the burnt pancake. It's not, it's not the winner all the time. Not your first thought, right? Go with your gut. Yes. But your first thoughts, reevaluate them. Think, Hmm, is this true for me? And switch it up if you want it to be something else, right? Because your thoughts are going to create an emotion or a feeling that's going to create an action. That's going to create a reality. Okay. So this is one way to turn your thoughts into things, your thoughts into reality and to start changing reality in Whatever direction you want, just think, what do I want it to be? What actions would I need to take? What beliefs would I need to embrace to embody in order to take that action? Okay. And what thoughts do I need to have about myself, about the situation, about the other person in order to actually have those beliefs to take the action, to create the reality? Practice this. It's it's like, whatever I tell you, is something I've done before. And I'm not saying I do everything right, <laughs> but I am saying that this is not just like some bullshit advice that I'm throwing out. These are actually things that have worked for me and hopefully they can work for you. So the other thing about beliefs, belief systems, is that we have limiting beliefs living with us consistently, constantly, right? It's what drives uh, the way that we move through the world. And it's important to have beliefs. Uh, but some of these beliefs just don't have space. They need to be, they, they, they don't 
benefit us in whatever direction that we're wanting to go. They don't benefit you. And it's okay to release them. How do we release limiting beliefs? I found really beautiful Hawaiian practice of reconciliation and forgiveness. And it's called the Ho'oponopono prayer. Ho'oponopono prayer. It's going to be in the notes so you can read it, but Ho'oponopono prayer. (laughs) It's kind of a mouthful for me. Sometimes it flows, sometimes it's not. Anyway, the Ho'oponopono prayer is the Hawaiian practice of reconciliation and forgiveness. And what we do is we use this prayer to remove beliefs that are holding us back. So the Hawaiians use this for like learning to heal all things. And basically you're accepting total responsibility for everything that surrounds us by saying this prayer uh, in different scenarios. But in this one, I'm going to be talking about it specifically when it comes to limiting beliefs. So real world example, I grew up thinking that like, I don't want to be rich. That was like not a motivation for me. Money was not a motivation for a really long time. And still I started my business and I was like, fuck it. Why not? Like, why can't I be rich? Like, why not? And started doing some work on money manifestation, money mindset, money attraction, all these different things. Be like, why can't money just flow to me? Like it flows to other people. What am I doing to like block the energy of money? And a lot of it had to do with my limiting beliefs around money. So I read a really great book and started this practice of bringing up limiting beliefs and then using the Ho'oponopono prayer to release them. So I'm going to tell you, I did not know so many of these like experiences, beliefs, like thoughts were holding me back from financial abundance. And I will tell you, after doing this practice, y'all, money has been flowing to me very grateful for it. Money has been flowing for me. But this again can go for anything in your life, right? So if you have, I'm going to talk about limiting beliefs around money, but basically I started writing down all of the things that I thought about money that are holding me back and just wrote a list, write a list. And then the practice is that you write this list, you take this list for me, I set up my altar, I light a candle, I connect with my higher self, with my guides, with my God, and I give the prayer to each one of the limiting beliefs. I personally feel into these limiting feelings. I feel into the emotion of these thoughts. Sometimes I cry. A lot of times I cry (laughs) because it's fucking sad sometimes to visit, to think that like, damn, you really do feel this. You really do think this, right? Like this is a whole, I agree with myself, right? Like I do feel these things, but I don't want to anymore. And so I want to release them. And, and the Ho'oponopono prayer is a way to release them. So first of all, the Ho'oponopono prayer is uh, four phrases, right? So it's, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I thank you. And I love you. When I first read this, I was like, how does this release <laughs> how does this let go of anything? Um, because please forgive me. Like, how is that? How is that my fault? You know, or how is any of this? Like, how is that belief my fault? Like, why does it need to forgive me? I could have probably done more research into exactly why, but I will tell you just the experience of it is please forgive me from like the I'm sorry part. 
Please forgive me. I thank you and I love you. I'm sorry that you felt this way. I'm talking to myself here about a limiting belief. Please forgive me for holding on to it, right? This is the extension of the prayer that I think in my head. Please forgive me for holding on to it. Please forgive me for judging this feeling. Thank you, this limiting belief. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in my subconscious to protect me. And I love you. I love that you served me at one point, but you don't anymore. And then I choose to let that belief go, that it no longer is mine. So to give you kind of some context and to get real vulnerable, um, (laughs) uncomfortably vulnerable, I'm going to give you some of the things that I wrote down for my money clearing. So basically I sat down and I was like, what are all the limiting beliefs? What are all the limiting emotions? What are all the limiting, the things that I think about money that hold me back from attracting more of it that I want to fucking let go of? Okay. So there's a lot, there's like pages of them. One of them is I worry and believed that since I didn't graduate college that I would never have a quote unquote good paying job. This is something that was fucking ingrained in me as a kid. If you don't go to college, you're going to be poor. I went to college. I did not finish college for a number of reasons that we won't even go into. Um, But I didn't get my degree. And I lived with the fact that I will never be rich because I didn't get my degree. Because that's what I was told my whole life. And apparently, even though my mind didn't know, like, believe it, I didn't, I knew it wasn't true. I have that belief system inside me that I worry and believed that since I didn't graduate college, that I would never have, quote unquote, a good paying job. What did I do? It was one of the ones that I wrote down. I sat with that. I felt into it. And I said the whole ponopono prayer. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I thank you. And I love you. When I felt like that was cleared, like when I felt like I gave it the time and the space and I could let go of it, I marked it off my list. That one was done. What are some of the, I'm going to tell you some of the other ones that I had on the list because it's not all just a belief. Some of them were, uh, let me just go through them. People who have money take advantage of others, right? Because I've seen that so often in my life that people who have a lot of money have taken advantage of others, of people who don't have money. Um, you have to already be rich to become rich, right? I grew up with a lot of like a lot of the people in my life who had money, got it from their parents who were already set up with trust funds, were already set up with strong finances. Um, And then coming from like a family who, I mean, my stepdad raised us well off, don't get me wrong. Um, But a lot of my family members have not been financially stable. Like that wasn't like, like rich people was not necessarily an example that was for me through most of my life. Um, this one really hurt. So I was in my, I, God rest his soul. (laughs) I love my, my dad passed away. If you're just tuning in, my dad passed away last year unexpectedly. Um, he had his challenges in life. He did not raise us, my biological dad. And there were times where I was really close with him. And there were times where I was not close with him, but he had some challenges in his life, a lot of them financial. And I was embarrassed that my dad, Bob could not pay for things for us and would borrow money from other people. So if he wanted to gift us something, he would often borrow money from others in order to be able to buy it from us. And I had so much shame and embarrassment around that, that does that directly affect 
what job I get? Does that that belief directly affect how much I charge for something? No, but it's 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 a, a feeling, an emotion around money that was inside me, wasn't that just lived in me, and I I was ready to let that go, ready to let that shame and embarrassment go because it's not mine, right? It had nothing to do with me, but it was something that I around money that I experienced a, a feeling an emotion around money that I want to see is that I wanted to relieve. I don't know what the thought above that was, right? Cause it's thoughts, feelings, actions, reality. But I do know that this was a feeling that I had around money. So I had to give it the whole Pono Pono prayer. Oh, I used to, I felt inadequate when I couldn't pay for something when I went out with friends. Like if someone offered to pay for something that I couldn't afford on my own, when it came to a friend situation, it was really hard for me to accept that gift. If so, if I could have afforded it on my own and someone gifted me something, I'm like, yes, hell yeah, thank you. That's so sweet of you. But if someone gifted me something that I couldn't afford on my own, I felt so much shame around that, uh, that I just wouldn't even say thank you. I wouldn't say anything. I would just kind of like ball up into this like, you know, money shame situation. So that was one that went on the list. I'm telling you, this list is so long. And I really just sat there and thought about anything around money that felt uncomfortable for me, any belief I had uh, that, that women can't be the breadwinners, right? That like any belief or situation, memory around money that felt icky, sticky, and I wanted to get rid of went on this list. It was a very long list. And then after writing the list, I found time to sit down and give each one of those lines the whole ponopono prayer. Y'all, the ability to let those go, even looking back at them now, I'm like, damn, I don't think like, oh, I still feel that way. I think, wow, like I have compassion for myself and I have compassion about the girl who felt that, who felt that shame, who felt that embarrassment. I have compassion for that. And I'm so grateful that I pulled these beliefs, these emotions up that had been living inside of me that I don't think about, right? I didn't actively think about these things constantly, but they obviously were taking up space in my mind, in my heart, in my gut, just in my soul. They were taking up valuable real estate. And so being able to sit down and write all them down, bring them up to the surface, read things that I'm like, oh shit, I really do feel like that. This is the whole I agree with myself part. It's asking yourself questions. It's pulling things out that you're like, damn, yeah, I do feel that way. And I don't, I don't want that to live within me anymore. And so one of the ways to do that is to release it. You may find your own way of releasing limiting beliefs. You may find that after you write that list, um, that maybe you can, you know, tear up the list and burn the list, um, bury the list, whatever it is that you want to do to, to release those. For me, the Ho'oponopono prayer of I'm sorry, please forgive me. I thank you and I love you was one of the was how I did it and how what worked for me. Um and then, you know, thinking the idea of like, all right, I'm ready to be a rich bitch, like a nice one. <laughs> how do I do that? How do I create the reality of luxury? How do I create the reality of richness? How do I create the reality of wealth? Well, what actions do I need to take? I need to diversify my income. I need to it, it, like take the action of writing down the limiting beliefs and releasing them so that I can have feelings of abundance. I can have feelings of worthiness. I can have feelings of deserving and 
I don't know what the word is that I'm thinking of, but just like, why not me, you know, and why not want to be wealthy and live in luxury and then create the thoughts, right? Create the thoughts that are going to lead to the new feelings and lead to new actions and the reality. So two things there, thoughts become reality. There's actually a book called Thoughts Become Things. Uh, I should definitely have looked up the author before I started that. But a lot of times, y'all, I just sit here and talk. (laughs) I have an idea and I just bring up my experiences. So I will drop the author to that book, Thoughts Become Things. Um, Some of it, I'm like, yeah, this is a great book. Other parts, I'm like, "Mm, I think that's kind of icky. But it really helped me to learn how I was creating my own reality with my own thoughts and that I have the power to change those thoughts. And then again, the Ho'oponopono prayer, being able to pull out limiting beliefs in whatever it is. But for me, it was money manifestation. It For me, it was uh, like living a life of luxury and deserving that and feel comfort, feeling comfortable in luxury and using the Ho'oponopono prayer to release those thoughts that should not be taking up space in my mind and in my body. Goodbye. And since then, y'all, Javi and I were talking about the other day. I was like, damn, like money is trickling in, not trickling. I shouldn't say that. Money is flowing to me. And little bits here, big chunks there, places out of nowhere. When I was running my business and promoting it and growing it, there were so many times where I was like putting stuff out, putting stuff out and not not receiving anything in return as far as like new clients, right? There, obviously I did really well in my business. There were times where I had a massive influx in clients. And then there were times where I just didn't. And I felt like the more I put out, then the more I would get back. But that was not necessarily the case. There were a lot of things that I needed to free up in order to unblock the energetic flow of money. And creating space from marketing that business and also practicing the release of these money beliefs helped me massively to the point where now I don't actively push or promote my business, but I've gotten a new client each month for the past couple of months, just from the work that I had already done and people just like finding me. Uh, And I do believe that that is just like an energetic shift of believing that money will come to me, even if I'm not hustling, grinding for it. Okay, let's go into the questions. So this set of questions, actually a question and a directive for for the I agree with myself um, prompts. So the first question is, the only question really is, what is an area in your life you want to improve? Is it money? Is it relationships? Is it work? Is it health? Okay, what is an area of your life where you want to improve? Now, I want you to do two things here. I want you to run through the thoughts, feelings, actions, reality. I want you to think, what is the reality that I want to create around my health? What is the reality I want to create around money? Okay, think of the reality you want. Like actually like write down what it is that you want. Say it's that you want to be able to lift 200 pounds. Or maybe it's that you want to be able to do the splits really easily. Um, If that's the reality, what actions would you need to take? Based on those actions, what feelings or beliefs would you have to have? And based on those feelings, what thoughts would it require? Okay, so we're going to reverse engineer the thoughts become reality. 
around whatever area of life you want to improve. That is one. That's section one. The other part is, again, thinking about an area of your life you want to improve, money, relationships, work, health, whatever. And I want you to write down at least three. Scrap that. I want you to spend five to 10 minutes and write down as many limiting beliefs as that come to mind, whether they're a memory, an actual thought, an actual belief, an experience, something that feels icky that you want to remove, um, write it down. I was going to say write down three limiting beliefs. You can do that too. But I think if you just set aside time, you'll be surprised once you write down a couple things, how much starts flowing. It's like you take off the cap and it's like all the things start coming up. So give yourself a little bit of time. And then after you write those down, give it some breathing room, come back to it in another day and sit down with each one of the limiting beliefs you wrote down and say the Ho'oponopono prayer. And I'll remind you, the Ho'oponopono prayer, you're going to look at that limiting belief and you're going to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I thank you, and I love you. Lean into whatever that thought, that belief is, lean into it, really say these words to it. And once you feel like you've released it, let it go. Honestly, sometimes for me, when it's a big, heavy one, like especially stuff around my dad, I'll like have to hold my heart. When I say it, I'll have to say it over and over and over again. I've repeated, I am sorry, please forgive me. I thank you. And I love you probably a hundred times to just one limiting belief because it was so deeply rooted. I cried and then fuck, felt relief, felt good afterwards, crossed it off, went to the next one. I mean, with the big ones, honestly, I would be like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) Like, I'm done for today. You know, you don't have to clear all your beliefs in one day. Give them each the time that they take to really fully remove them. And I promise you, when you look back at that crossed off list, you're going to be like, damn, I remember the girl who held on to those. I remember the guy who held I remember the person that held on to those. I am no longer there. I now have the belief system where I agree with myself. All right. I hope that... This is really helpful. Again, in the notes, I'm going to write the Ho'oponopono prayer and I will hear, no, you'll hear me on the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, And if you want, because I am just me talking into this microphone, hoping that you are listening, uh, please DM me, send me a message, an email. You can find my contact information here. I would love to hear from you. I love to hear, like just yesterday, one of my neighbors was walking out. She's like, hey, girl, I started listening to your podcast. It is so good. And I was like, oh, that feels so good. It feels so good to hear. Um, I get people dropping in my DMs. I would love to hear from you, you know. I feel good, but, you know, I also need some affirmations from other people that like this is a thing that anyone is listening to. All right. That's my plea for, what is it? Support, I guess. Um, Thank you again for listening and you can tune in to the next episode. Thanks for listening, love. If you enjoy these podcasts as much as I enjoy creating them, please review me on Apple and Spotify. Your reviews facilitate the growth of this podcast. You can also connect with me on Instagram at IAgreeWithMyself.podcast. These episodes are produced by me, Sabrina Avellan. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.